go to home line and get a legal person. And it's, it's awful, but it's okay. Kristen, Pablo, Dave. Go on, go on. You gotta cut in our earlier intro because it was perfect. No, no, no. Brand new day. What is this music? Bad, David. What is this music? Yeah. It's something that came with my little device. Yeah. My little Swedish machine. I thought I was this, in the uh, 80s. Have you ever seen this First thing? Avenue. Oh, that's the teenage whatever? Teenage engineering. And is it is that a layout of a keyboard there? Like a uh, Yeah, it's a it's yeah. a sequencer. Um, but this oh. is a keyboard layout, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The OPZ, OPZ. They is, are uh, designed sublimely. Lean in, boys. Yes. Um, Other way, Dave. Oh, we're taking a selfie. Oh, no, I wonder if, maybe we could post this on the... Uh, no, it's do it. See yeah, now, no, this is an oh, example don't of don't even start, no, Dave. Dave. Why would you do that? Because the three of yeah. us are like this. Doesn't make sense. Does it's it, Dave? A, it's she did it in portrait mode, yes, and, and I'm not going to be in it. It's I'm a not generational. Be in it. But now, I'm not going to be in that picture now. Right, you are in the picture, honey. You're in the picture. No, I would never <laughs> leave you out, Dave. Just try it. Watch. Horizontal. Look. Okay. The the half my face. It's it's a good half. Okay. <laughs> now see 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 how beautiful that is. Pablo's so doing beautiful. it in landscape mode, and we're all in the picture. Yep. We Kristen all are. insists on yeah. There now I you're have talking. My preferences. And there you're not even in that one. <laughs> <laughs> we're because I'm behind your head. Why'd you do that? <laughs> Anywho. Uh, okay. Oh, we're starting on a uh, agro note. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of an aggro morning. You yeah, know, it's blustery yeah. and what slippery. What does aggro mean? Aggress, uh, ag- I don't know. Uh, ne- yeah. It's well, ag- I mean, it's I'm a generational. I'm a, I'm a bundle of light, hope, and love. So I don't know okay. what you guys are talking about. All right. About. <gasps> Deep breath. Kristen, Pablo, Dave. What's the date? Uh, 28th? 27th. 27th? Okay. Of February. 2023. So I think the traditional meaning of agro, of course, is it's an abbreviation for agriculture, but I think in the parlance of the young, it is to be angry or hostile for no reason. Oh, perfect. Well, hi, three years later. Hello. Hello. Is it three years now? Yeah, we stopped June of 2020. Why did we stop, Kristen? Because you guys wouldn't talk about George Floyd with me. (laughs) I'm not sure what our listeners have done with themselves (laughs) in that period of time. Who are, okay, who are, we know that Ben Bowman is one of our. deeply, yeah, Stephanie won't listen, but she is interested. Yeah, okay, hi, Ben. (laughs) Maybe Ben can be in our our next program. This is our second season, we're at. Dave's kitchen table where it all began. Yeah. This is my dining room, dear. Oh, right. The kitchen is this one with the stove. That's that one over there. So I mean, easy to confuse. Potato, <laughs> potato. Yeah. Kitchen, kitchen. <sighs> yeah. And it is a very, very rainy and icy morning here in the end of February. I see icicles hanging from everything, and uh, a bus is still parked down there. Yeah, having I got stuck behind the bus. Sides, oh, there's a police. The police have arrived. Right, because it went. So someone was stuck. On, this is critical listener information. <laughs> someone was stuck <laughs> on your hill, and so I had to turn off, and uh, the bus had to turn off, and... Um, 
And then we both went down the hill, and the bus was fishtailing and mm, knocked mm, into a couple mm. cars before it came to a standstill. So I parked and just walked up the hill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Suffice it to say, a slippery morning here in the and city. And then as I looked out the window at you uh, trying to park, I saw a kid, cool high school kid, walking up the sidewalk. No, no uh, jacket, his, sweatshirt only. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hands Short. In his, hands in his pocket. No, hands in his pockets. And he just went, whoop, boom, and just ate shit. Poor oh, man. it made me so sad. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> and during that time, I was in your back alley Stop. in a snowbank. But luckily, oh. your neighbor, Mike, came to my rescue. And although I... Were you thinking of parking in the driveway? Yeah, I was hoping. Oh, yeah, there's no room in my yeah. driveway. Yeah, I found that out. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all uh, here. We all got here. At any here. rate, okay. Uh, what's new? What happened in the last three years? Anything? <laughs> Do these go up at all for you? No. No, they don't. Okay. Huh. Um, that's a good question, Dave. <sighs> no, none not, of, first of all, much. none of us have not aged, much. said... Put it towards your mouth. There yes, you go. Yes, now yes. we're talking. <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying to get the sound. Okay, yeah, the sound, it sounds good. It looks like we got good levels. Uh, we're five minutes in. We haven't really talked about anything. Sounds about right. <laughs> sounds like we're back <laughs> on the plan. Um, yeah, so COVID happened, I guess. Yeah, that happened. Isn't that weird? Have we all had it? I had it. Dave, you it. had it. Twice. Had it. You had it twice. I had it twice. Holy I didn't shit. know I had it in the spring of 2020. Oh, well, I may have had it more yeah. than once, but yeah. I only tested positive once. That's the same with me. But looking back, it's quite clear that I had it. And I had just come back from Oakland where I was visiting McKenna. Mm-hmm. And the cruise ship was docked in Oakland, the one they weren't letting people oh, off of. Oh, right. I remember that whole thing. Yeah. Oh, never w- remember one being in California. I remember the ones in Florida. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Eli and I came. Uh, were out in New York when it first broke out in New York, and um, and both of us got sick when we came back. But there was no testing back then, so who knows? At any rate, here we are, alive. Very lucky. Very lucky. Very lucky. And 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 also, I have to say, we may not have been doing our podcast, but we were faithful with our Fridays. Yes, we were. Breakfasting. For the most part, yeah. yeah. Some of us left town a lot. Yeah, that's true. Some of us <laughs> were committed. <laughs> I'm not going to name names. Uh, yeah. Well, you know me. I, I must fly away on occasion. But I think that's pretty remarkable, you know, that yeah. we prioritized friendship. Yeah, yes. we're real, real good buddies. Continuity. We're real, real good buddies. Hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We walked. We pivoted to walking. Pablo and I, yesterday, yesterday? Two days uh, ago. Two days ago. No, yeah, two days ago. Very nice bike ride. We did. Oh my God. That was so much fun. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I bought a fat bike. Pablo bought a fat bike. And we fatted biked uh, together. We fetted on our fatties. Yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was really beautiful. It was such a gorgeous day. I, I, and heard, I was I thinking about riding today, but I guess not. Jesus. I might go out today. It's really yeah, you if it stops raining. Studded tires today. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, that was really nice. And, uh, I'm going to, if the weather keeps up like this, I'm just going to stud everything. Studded hands, <laughs> studded feet, studded jackets. Mm. I, have you, have I told you guys about ice bugs? Mm-mm. The shoes, ice bugs? You can see them over there, but they, um, 
uh, see those boots right in the middle, mm-hmm. in the middle position over there. Um, they've got studs on them, uh, built into them, ah. like a studded tire, and uh, those things are amazing. You know, because you don't have to worry about them falling off right. your your shoes. You don't have to put them on every time. But uh, yeah, they are. Are they our sponsor? <laughs> Come on, sponsor. Tell me. I'm going to tell you something. I have a separate pair of boots, actually two pairs of boots that have my spikes on them at all times. I don't take them off. I don't take them off, Dave. I leave them on. Studs. I think you should look into ice bugs. Ice bugs. One word. <laughs> dot com. Ice bugs. <coughs> one word. Dot com. I'll check it out. They're yeah. They're really good. Um. And uh, has anybody got an agenda? It looks like you brought a notebook, Kristen. Oh, I just love to take notes. Um, got mine too. Stephanie too. suggested uh, a theme, which was kiosks, which I'll elaborate on. Um, again, you know, Stephanie, my lifelong partner, who refuses to listen to the podcast but seems to have a lot of opinions about it nonetheless. <laughs> you know, that's funny, uh, Pablo, because a lot of my friends have chimed in about what the theme of our podcast should be. Yeah, there seems to be a lot well, of I thematic think, pressure. I mean, so I think, did we do our first one right here? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. so, and remember how we were talking about gathering? About gathering? Yes. And the last time we were together, we were talking about the about hanging out and there's a book, a new book that's out about the concept of, or, the, you know, sort of lamenting the end of hanging out. And I think that that's kind of what, I mean, that's what we're about. What our threesome triumvirate is about is, uh, is just hanging out and making and committing to hanging out. Yeah. And yeah, I think that that's a rich topic. So I'll I just d- throw that out. I do think that that, in a way, is a theme. Community, yeah. hanging out, the value of and unstructured time and time that doesn't have an agenda. So I, I yeah. kind of resist the theme idea. I agree. I categorically reject all <laughs> thematic constraints. I'm with you, Pablo. Well, yeah, but that, in essence, is the, that's the essence of hanging out, is exactly. rejecting things. It's just being there and having quantity time rather than quality time. Yes, I think the... Um, Pressure from our peer group uh, to enforce a theme may have more to do with their needs than ours. <laughs> and perhaps, dare I say, the, um, I don't know, standards of a podcast. Well, and also, what about the standards of hanging out? Can I circle back, Dave, to what you just said about quantity versus quality? <laughs> I, I, I have to interrogate that because in a way... If you commit to quantity, you're diving for quality because the only way you get quality in a hangout is by intimacy, friendship, knowledge, commitment, feeling comfortable. I mean, there's a certain kind of are hangout. You, are you suggesting that that um, quantity and quality are synonymous? No, I'm just saying that there is that vein of gold yeah, we do spend a lot of time talking about nothing. Well, we were just <laughs> talking about our buttholes. Okay, we come on. You promised really that that wouldn't get back into the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, technically, we weren't talking about our buttholes. We were talking about devices. <gasps> well, we are talking about bidets, but yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Okay, I'm putting a stop to this right now. Yeah. We're, if we're not, if we're Let's not circle being, back to that. No, we're not circling back to I'm that. I'm just saying, I'm the innocent here. Uh, <laughs> 
there. Oh yeah, he's never had his butthole spray. Believe me, there's well, no the innocence day. at this table. <laughs> With a super soaker? Okay, guys, guys, guys. Look. Let us respect Fair Frable's wishes. <laughs> She's oh my God. So and move deli- on from She's the so anus. Delicate. I'm not delicate in any level. Otherwise, I wouldn't be hanging out with you guys. Okay, so uh, kiosks. Stephanie and yeah, I. What's up with that? We went to a movie the other night, and um, we paid, of course, online ahead of time. So it was just a little barcode. We walk in, and this is its uh, showplace icon. Love it. There's St. Louis nobody Park. behind the counter helping people. It's all kiosks now. So. Whereas before you had, you know, I don't know, 10 to 12, um, 15 year olds scrambling about getting popcorn. There was now maybe two or three. And most of the counter space was taken up with kiosks where you order your food, you put your credit card in, and then somebody calls your order number. We did the VIP seating. So we went upstairs and then you're supposed to be able to order at your seat by QR code. But, of course, the QR code doesn't work. Uh, so Stephanie had to go order manually. Oh, my God. With the plebeians? <laughs> with the... with the. Anyway, it, what's funny is, you know, all, a lot of restaurants are doing this now where you order with a QR code. I hadn't seen the kiosks at the concession stand before. But we are definitely trending for a variety of reasons to more sort of kiosk QR code services. I think younger people don't care. But... Um, I mean, it let me ask you. It was a COVID thing, though. A lot of those yes, yes, businesses I don't were think built it's, around COVID. I don't it's think not it's going, going back. back. Because, it, because it means you don't have to hire Lab, people. Labor shortages. Labor. But yeah, also, right. as a man who loves robots, spaceships, and time travel, how are you feeling about here's this? My, here's what I'm offended by. I'm offended by the real estate. They have all this counter space, and they haven't had the guts to say, okay, we're just going to go to kiosks and we're going to redesign it for the kiosks. That would be one thing. Well, that gets into your time travel because we're in the old world architecture with the new world practices. It's it's poopy is what I'm saying. So that's one thing. The second thing is it reminds me a little of uh, No Man's Sky. Have you guys ever played No Man's Sky? No. It's a generative open world game anyway in no man's sky there's a merchant feature where you um oh dave <laughs> where you dave, dave adjusted pablo's just microphone, adjusted my microphone without consent or but it, but and it with seemed great welcome. great force yeah <laughs> i'm the sound i'm the sound guy here. <laughs> anyway um there's a merchant feature and it's it's rendered very differently than the rest of the game. The whole game is in 3D. It's generative. It's really interesting. But when you get into an exchange, it opens up a two-dimensional screen, and then you sort of perform your, you know, uh, commerce, and then you back out. And this is really what these kiosks reminded me of. And it, it in both the game and in real life, it has kind of a lonely, empty feeling one of the reasons i used to like to go out to movies was because of the activity and the density of people um i don't know it's just not the same movie going experience for me anymore it's not as pleasurable i understand now this makes me think of the children's museum um the the floor where they all have all the fake food and they have the kids practice Mm. going being the shopkeepers and being you know that's now it's going to be a kiosk and somebody's going to go up with their credit card and go, hi. Are they even going to practice it? Though? No, maybe wonder, not. Yeah, I mean, so 
at the Children's Museum, everything's all about touch and stuff. I, do they? What are they doing? Going around with sanitizer now oh. and, and spraying everything? And, I don't know. And get this. I went to a Mellow Glaze the other day. <laughs> this, is, this is a funny story. I've never been in that place. Is uh, it's good? Where, where it's is good. Mellow Glaze? On the Minnehaha uh, Parkway in yeah, 28th or something. Oh, yes. I've, yeah, yeah, I've been there. Excellent donuts. So I go in, and I see a, a young guy behind the counter getting donuts. And I'm like, oh. And he looks at me, and he goes, it's self-serve. As if to say, hey, just a heads up, I don't work here. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, it's self-serve. And then I hear a chirping from a little screen. That's right, it's self-serve. Oh, no. And he goes ahead and completes his function. And then he says, you just go behind the counter. And sure enough, I go behind the counter. And there's a, a woman on a screen who oh, says, no. hey, just go ahead Are you and grab your donuts. I'm not kidding. That's go ahead so and funny. grab your donuts. <laughs> it was very cold here, and she didn't want to come here, so she was in Florida. <laughs> now, there was somebody <laughs> working. Yeah, there was somebody working in the back. I got it. So it wasn't, well, I don't know if oh, she's still so gone. But, and, and so I went ahead and got my donuts, and then she walked me through the register on how to check out. You've got to be I am fucking not, kidding I'm me. I'm not kidding. Now, actually, that was a higher touch experience than the kiosk. I would I would be fine if there was somebody in a screen that That's I could like interact the, uh, with. That's like the you know the McDonald's thing with uh, you know the the people who are or I don't know if it's McDonald's but some some of the fast food places have people in India who right. are the people who are talking to you right. in the drive-through. Well, I, I mean, it. is the theme of this that we're all longing for human contact? After there you go with your themes. I'm, <laughs> I'm just wondering, yeah. I don't know, but but it is, I mean... Have I, you been to Centro? Yeah. Yeah, Centro is, it, it, I mean, that's one of those places where it's like a built environment around Where is that? COVID. I know, but you know what I mean. You it's, know what? You do have the option to go up and talk to a yes, real human. Yes, yes. Which I always, what I is will it? always opt it's for a, the real human. It's a, Well, there's two of them. There's one in Northeast, or there's one in Nicollet. What's it called? Uh, Centro. It's a little bit like Malcolm Yard. It's like a food court. Oh, but there's Centro. Only what and what? It's, a, it's the, the old wedge table. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. 24th and yeah. or just south of 24th well, and well, Nicollet. Here's the thing. So, for example, I order popcorn and I order real butter, which I love, but I can't tell them don't put a lot on. There's no way to do it. Now, I think that's Frable's nightmare. I yeah, know. yeah, it's my nightmare. Yeah, exactly. It's my nightmare. Don't get, don't tell me what kind of butter I want or how much, please. Yeah, I know. I have that information, but, but now, I don't think younger thing. people. This is a necessarily funny thing because the robots are here. We know that AI is here. You know, we're going to be talking to screens. You, there aren't people. I don't at mind. I don't mind. What that. I worry about is the high school teachers who usually have their extra job at Target. Now they won't be able to. And that's well, yes, yes, they will because there's a labor shortage right now. We uh, there's plenty of, but they've automated jobs. everything. We have a Roomba, and I named it Meat Pusher. And, and Stephanie is. But not I think that's one of the reasons why, why they're pusher. automating all this stuff is because there's a labor shortage. They can't find. Well, I was trying to kind of bring into the fact that people aren't wanting to become teachers anymore because you can't really earn a living. Yeah, there. can uh, we get back to Meat Pusher? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go for it, Bob's. Go for it. <laughs> just saying, he's yeah. a great little robot. Stephanie <laughs> doesn't appreciate it have as you, much as she should. Have you guys seen the little robots that go down the street that deliver the? The square I mean, robots. Not in person. I have. Really? Yeah, in Northeast. A little oh. square robot going down the street. Yeah. What? Yeah, those little delivery like robots. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I didn't know that those were deployed. They are deployed. Huh. Yeah, I think there's, you know, for me, the eating experience had been 
uh, part of it is being catered to, right? And feeling special and getting, you know, oh, you're a special little person. Get booped on the nose and they bring you your food and so on and so well, forth. Well, we all love a communal food experience. I well, mean, I, I think it's deep. I, I, we long for it. Yes, but I don't know that uh, that part of the dining out experience just may be disappearing in a certain segment of the market. And I think younger people maybe, and I don't know, but I don't think they care as much or they're not looking to eating out for that kind of support. You know what I mean? That they're kind hanging of, out together. Well, yeah, or they're doing whatever. I'm not saying this is a get off my lawn kind of a thing. I'm just saying that that, that like going to eat out and going to certain restaurants certain movies it used to be a higher touch experience because there was labor for uh, labor for it and because it was pre-covid and that's not the case and i don't think it's going to come back which means that i'm not that interested in going to those places or doing those well there's things. degrees of it too i mean so that's what I'm saying. when we yeah. go to um whatchamacallit lynn hall you know they've that's yep. full service yep and it's nice you know like yep. it's nice when like elliot nice little uh, yeah that nice kid comes yeah. over and megan and he's so and megan we've and developed they come a over relationship they, you gave yeah, a guitar to her daughter yeah I mean, right we have and let's and she's, take our hats from our heads and place them over our hearts <laughs> for dear calla who was at um, oh yeah the kenwood, kenwood prior yeah. to covid is she still uh, yeah i don't I, think she's still there I, yeah, I wonder. But that. Sarah still is. Sarah is, yeah. 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 It'd be interesting to go over there again and just... Yeah. The Let's Copa. do it. Back to the old days. Oh, my God. I'm watching the saga outside with the police. Is the, the bus still... Yeah, the bus is still down there. I think he damaged some cars on his way down. Yeah, no, I mean, he did. you know what? I'm curious about, during this last three years, how have you guys managed your social needs? Where did you get your... Hang out. I mean, I know no cereal parties, right, Pops? No cereal well, parties. Well, I built this patio out here for, uh, and and this has been gold. I mean, having this this patio out here has been. I've met all my neighbors through it. People actually do come here and hang out on my patio because you created a beautiful space yeah, I built right a, out uh, in front yeah, of your house. Build it, and they will come. Yep. Or Did hanging I? it up. Stephanie really up. wants a patio for that very reason, and yeah. we we have a date set to talk to somebody, but we have to have this sort of pre-conversation like, well, what are we going to use it for and what do we want and so on and so forth. And we've been going back and forth where we don't know if we build it, if people really will come oh, they will. because we're kind of in a, a weird area. I'm coming well, over. But people are, <laughs> are walking by and, and yeah. riding their bikes yeah, by but, and but stuff But not people that live in the neighborhood necessarily. Uh, well, uh. yeah, they, I mean. Walkers, you, yeah, but not bikers. Well, I, I think that they probably do. You just don't. Maybe. See well, and you want people to come who you know. I don't care. <laughs> well, I got, it's, in my case, I got, well, like, for instance, there's a guy, Omar, who lives, I don't know, three, four blocks away. He always goes for, he goes for a walk every day down to Lake Harriet, walks around Lake Harriet, and he always walks past here. And after I saw him half a dozen times, I, I said, hey, you know, I, I would also always say hi as he was going by. But, Eventually, I said, hey, what's your name? Omar. I'm Dave. I just, uh, I've seen you every day. I thought I'd introduce myself. Yeah. Now he stops every time, and we chat for a little bit, and we go, awesome. and he comes up. He sat down on that couch, and he's, right. and, and we we know each other. You and convinced me. I'm now pro-patio. I'm pro-patio, too. I'm Tell totally Stephanie pro -patio. we're yeah. pro-patio. to your pro point, I'm not You heard it here first on the podcast. It podcast sounds pro. like I'm being glib, but <laughs> to your point, he lives four blocks away, and that's interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I live in a apartment building. Do you though? Do you live in an apartment building? <laughs> Are you really living? Would you, do you call that living? And one of the best features of the apartment is the neighbors. And and yes. you know, the one of the best reasons to stay in that kind of communal living space is that I have people. Yes. You know, we gather. Tell us about your space. No, we're not talking about that. Okay. Oh, God. All right. Suffice it to say, there's some big things going on we can't talk about. The walls but are falling our, down. The our hearts landlords are horrible. Go, our hearts go out to you, Frable. Yeah, lawsuits. And if you, you know, we're <laughs> here for you. She's got a very sour look on her face. It's yeah. not sour. It's disappointed. Yes, and heartbroken, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm not heartbroken. I'm in fighting mode. In fighting mode. Okay. I'm squatting in my own house because... Okay, we don't have to talk about it. For <laughs> our listeners, since the guys dragged me through this, into yeah. the <laughs> open, Triggered. which is good. Transparency well, yes, but is good. You don't want to say anything <clears throat> to compromise your legal case. Nope. I'm okay <laughs> saying it. My landlords have completely gone off the map of decency and my apartment is falling apart and they won't fix it so i have to take them to court it's really terrible and yep. i'm really sorry for it's, you it is terrible thank well, you i mean I'm that's fine. the thing about apartments is that, that most most landlords are just in it for the real estate value of course they they are. they're not well certainly the bigger places well this is a gentrification story because as soon as they get me out, they can raise the rent five, six. Yeah, they essentially want to flip the place. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah, guys, let's not forget one of us is a landlord. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's true. <laughs> well, not by choice. You have other good qualities. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but but back to the hanging out, like cooking and hanging out with friends and having cooking. Not hooking. What? Are you hooking? Oh, Dave. <laughs> Who's Dave, hooking? Dave. <laughs> alert. Alert. Dave. I like that. Oh, Dave. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Hooking up. Not hooking up. Um, I'm hooking up. Hanging out. Hanging out. Hanging out. Hanging out. Yeah, hanging out. But I, I would have to say that you're Just hanging out. You know, our intention to have more gatherings at the very first podcast at this dining room table. You, Dave, you manifested. Well, I took and, some and steps in that direction, but I, I still don't think I'm getting enough. And I, I still have this um, dream of having, of being comfortable. You know, you can see how I live. I've got a messy house and I don't, cluttered. I don't you know don't what you're a, talking about. You don't have a messy house. <laughs> I wouldn't a say you have house. a cluttered house. You have a eccentric house. You're, you know... It's yeah. eccentric. Okay. You, you know, look, oh, I'm seeing a boosted board next to hockey pucks, some sort of balls, and a guitar. That's not messy. Those are all things that are being used. You also have jackets hung over. But, things. but those are being used. It's, you have evidence of your many interests and yeah. your ability to explore your many interests. Well, I thank see. you for being generous. Yeah, yeah if, no. things, if you had things laying around that weren't really being used, that's... That's yeah. something. All right. Else. Well, that's uh, well. Thank you, you guys. But um, I mean, also, my point Dave, is, is you're that very good looking, <laughs> and you're <laughs> rocking a mustache. <laughs> I've got a big fat mustache. Um. Uh. Oh, but my point. Uh, oh, Do we I call that say, the Munson that mustache? Nice, it is kind of Munson-like. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Um, John Munson. Shout but, out. Uh, uh, but nevertheless, I. 
tend to be sort of ashamed of my space and it, you know like i go over to That's some so people's houses i know i know it's it, it you know it's like body dysmorphia or something yeah. but um but i you know because i go over to some people's place you know like my friend dawn i go to her place yeah. and it's like a freaking uh room and board ad you know yeah i mean the place is immaculate and clean and, and devoid of personality no no it's no. actually it's really it's gorgeous. She's a really good. Let me ask really you a question. Does Don play guitar? No. And okay, okay, okay. Let me ask you. No, let me ask you another question. Does Don play hockey? Okay, let me ask you another question. Does Don boosted board or play piano or right. paint? I get, I get your point. Um, all right. Exactly, or, my man. Or play mandolin, okay, okay. guitar, but, uh, banjo. But, uh, to, to get back to the point, I would like to have more people over and I would like to do this thing like my friend Krista was having Wednesday night soup night where she would make yeah. one pot of meat soup, one pot of veggie soup, come over. You, the, the rule was you, you come over at six, you have to be out of there by eight and that's, and it's a standing thing every Wednesday night and people just come over and she didn't want to clean her house and, you know, and it was just, it was like this night, you know, come over for dinner and go and, 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 it was, and she was like, not ashamed of any of her, you know, like what it, it was just this open. And I heard um, this guy in this interview about the um, that hanging out book, the lost art of hanging out. Um, he was saying that he has a neighbor who has Friday night fire night, and I was thinking that that's yeah. that sounds like a great thing that I should institute here on my patio is Friday night fire night. I want to do something at the house. I haven't figured it out yet. Um, well, if you pick Friday and you pick Saturday, I'll be sad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll talk somebody else into having a, a party Friday on night Sunday. Fire night. Yeah, yeah, Friday night fire night. But you know, Dave, what's funny? So first of all, I had a friend that used to do potlucks every Friday. Hmm. That's me. Seven years of them. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Potlucks every Friday for seven years. Yeah, I, I never, went to many of them. You, you actually came to quite a few. You did? I did? Yeah, yeah. you did. <laughs> See, this is why collective and memory I is must have been necessary. Leslie does First Fridays, which yeah. I have not made it to in a million years. So does I she still do them? Yeah, she's still doing yeah. it. But um, to your, you know, you said something funny, like you're embarrassed to have people over, you need to clean up or something. So remember when I had you guys over for breakfast, you mm -hmm. and Johanna? Stephanie was like, oh, well, we got to clean up. And I'm like, clean up for those guys? I know. Are you kidding? <laughs> I know. That would have been an insult. That would have been family. an insult. Your place was immaculate. And well, that's what by I'm the saying. Way, but that like, was over a month ago. When are we coming over? I don't over? know. We got to do it again. got to do it yeah, again. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, we can do that next podcast there. Yeah, we could, actually. Let's do it. Up on right. the, uh, up in the kitchen table. We could do it at the kitchen table, although we might have to do it in my studio because I now so live dark with other down people. There. Wait, you have another person? So dark. I do, yeah. I can put a lot of lights down there, but yeah, it is dark. I mean, it's a studio studio. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Space heater? Yeah, we can put a <laughs> space heater in. All right. I mean, I love the idea of being able to look out. Or we could just do it in the basement, you know, in that main room with the fireplace. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 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 I think we could finally get Stephanie as a guest if we did it up on the well, kitchen I mean, table. if you could manage something like that, you would have achieved something <laughs> on the order of energies far beyond anything okay, I have ever accomplished. Here's what I want to talk about is the drop-by. Because I'm a country girl. No, no, no. Oh, my. See, no, I love never. the drop-by. I, I love the like drop-by. Drop no, I love it. Stephanie hates it. Dave Do hates it. Not. I love it. You love it. I love it. Do not yeah. The only person but, who's allowed to drop-by is Eleanor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about Eli? 
And oh, snap. Wow, Eli, sun. baby, close your ears. I know. <laughs> sorry, buddy. Well, yeah, no, I mean, that would be fine if he if he dropped by. But, uh, well, the He's thing about fine. Eleanor is, Eleanor, so Eleanor is my little next-door neighbor. She's six. And, uh, and she comes by every day, multiple times a day, but, and just, you know, like comes over for five minutes, and she wants gum. And, uh-huh. uh, and <laughs> so I give her a piece of gum, and then she tells me something about what she is doing that day, and then she runs away. So that's... That's, so if I drop by sometime for a piece of gum yes, and I'm you here can, for five yes, minutes and then that, run away. That okay. you can do. That's can sweet. I have a piece of gum, Dave? <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know you will. Well, now you're in a new house. You're in yeah. a new situation, yeah. in a new neighbor. Yeah. But, and you're with other people. Yes. After being your own boss yeah. of your space, life, yeah. and time. Yeah. for how uh, And so how is that affecting your oh, it's terrible, terrible. hangout? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> for everybody. You know, all of us. It's uh, terrible. Well, I keep wondering, should I drop by? And then I go, huh, I'm not quite sure what the landscape is yet. Whereas before, I always used to call you and go, hey, well, here's, here's hey the thing. what's up? In the spirit of drop-bys, I know that if you say, hey, can I drop by? Or you show up and I say, hey, man, now's not a good time. You're cool with that. And yeah, I don't totally. feel any whatever. It's the law of drop-bys. Right. I don't know that, like, I think Stephanie would be, you know, not to speak for her, but, sh- you know, I don't. She's not comfortable kicking people out necessarily like that. Likewise, I can say, hey, I can, I can hang for 10 minutes and then I got to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I sort of love that kind of thing, but it, it is different now. The rhythm of the house is different. Yeah. Um, you know, we have uh, the boy part time. And so yeah. that that's all different. And so the and front, the front hangout place, the what do you call it? That's the, the patio. thing. Is that's that, the trick. Yeah, then, that, you, then that, you get right. Stephanie. That's an she invitation can be to drop, drop by. Yes. You can, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When it, when I'm out there, that means that that that's that's, that's the hello. Yeah. That's the that's you know, drop by. Stop. You can know. you? Uh, yeah, but people stop for five minutes, and that's yeah. the perfect drop by. Can you set up <laughs> a streaming cam so we can know yeah. when you're out there? <laughs> Your door cam. Yeah. I'll, I'll call it up next to the eagle camp. Oh, look, the cute eagle. Oh, Dave's out. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Like, yeah, there could be some sort of a sensor on, underneath the mattresses of the yeah. sofa out there. Oh, Dave's. I told you, I walked Oliver home from, was it home from school? We just went on a walk once. This was during COVID after you got in oh, that Halloween stuff, thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, let's just go up here. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, look at that beautiful patio that guy has, or that house has, let's just go sit. And he was like, ah, I don't think we should be doing that. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I'm sure it's fine. He's going to care if he wants us to live. If they want us to leave, they'll just oh say, you know. And he's like, oh, I don't. And he was so nervous about it. That's I was like, listen, I'm, I'm kidding around. It's my friend Dave's house. He's not going to mind. And then I told him about your scare. I didn't want to spook him with your Halloween thing. So I told him, go ahead and, you know, it's a Halloween thing. Put your hand there. Describe it. it. Scream or, For yeah. The- for our listening audience. Oh, it's a a, a scarecrow. Yeah. Like a, almost a life-size scarecrow that um I put in the I I put on the in a chair. Yeah. And it looks like he's kind of hunched over a bowl yeah. of candy. And um as soon as you reach for the candy in the bowl, he pops up and screams and mm-hmm. 
starts laughing maniacally and it's, it's a terrifying I, terrifying it, sound. it scared the shit out of, i mean the reason i bought it was i was at the halloween pop-up store and uh and just happened to walk too close to the thing and it scared the <laughs> shit out of me i mean that thing <laughs> it, the sound it makes when it pops up is super uh, uh surprising mckenna um and i would go out on halloween in the neighborhood um Oliver Avenue was a really great strip where I knew a lot of families and she would, would go to school with some of the kids. And the scariest, scariest house was where one of the dads was sitting in a lawn chair, like you're describing, that scarecrow was sitting. Oh. But he was the real human person, but he had a pumpkin head on. Oh, and he would yeah, just someone sit in all, there. Stephanie's old neighborhood did that. And the kids would walk up, yeah. and then he would move sharply, and they would yeah. freak it's a good out. Oh it's terrifying. Yeah. yeah, look at They're still out there. Wow. Yeah, the, I'm parked behind the, cops, the bus, so. The cops are right next to your... It's hard to describe to friends who live in warmer climates what it's like when ice is over everything, and you literally can't get your car to drive up the smallest of inclines, it will not yeah. go up. Or that you can't walk down the street. Literally, yeah, it's I. It's so icy. Oh my god! It, did I show? It, there's a. So we had that real that icy stretch. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I, I have to show you the video. Maybe I, I wonder if I can put links to things. And I, th- I think I can put links to things in this. Ooh, podcast. a new feature. Links to yeah. things. Links to things. Yeah, maybe there will be more features this time around. But um, <laughs> anyway, I want more I, uh, features. I'd like it to be better this time. I took a Could video. I have features. There's oh. these kids who uh, were playing the warming house over by Lake of the Isles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a, a slope that goes down to the lake yeah. right next to the warming house, and it was just glare ice and there were a couple boys out there skating around on the slope playing hockey playing around with a hockey puck and they were just killing it and like you know like skating up the hill and then just gliding down and and throwing the puck to each other and doing and spinning around looping around yeah it was amazing and you took a video yeah i took a bunch of videos definitely link that yeah these two boys it's really what a, what a wild ride that Kenwood ice skating rink has had this strange, oh, strange winter. All ice skating rinks this yeah. winter, right? Yeah, this winter Although has... the one over by me, I guess, has been, because it's not on water. Right. Wait. They're all closed now. They are? They closed on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> In, um, Climate what's it called? Disruption. I don't know what it's no, called they always, by me. They always close the last... Uh, Tuesday in February. Hey, guys, we're heading into March here, and March could go either way. In like a lamb, out like a lion. And, and we've had a pretty like good a lion, February. Like a it's, March is just straight up winter. That's that's <laughs> not always true. Because we get some warm. We're not going to yeah, get the I've heard sustained 20-degree below days in March. I was at the gym, and I, I said to a guy, hey, and a beautiful day. It was a beautiful, sunny day. Out yeah. A beautiful, sunny day. And he said... Full spring. <laughs> I think we're going to get a couple of these. I think we don't know what we're in for because yeah, things yeah, are changing yeah. Yeah, so yeah, fast. Yeah, we always get yeah. it's so cruel. March, April. It's just cruel. Cruel, cruel, cruel. It's it lures you it's in. The with personality its disorder month. Yeah. It's, what is it's that? M- it's mud season too. Mud, rain, all yeah. the dog poop starts oh, melting. Dog poop season. The yeah. aroma, the aroma of winter. Yeah. In March in yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. 
yeah. Yep. It's going to be exciting. Dead. Well, I guess we pretty much covered it. <laughs> <laughs> the dead of springtime. I'm excited for... I am... Yeah, what are you excited for? I'm excited for, for... Well, so many things. Can I just tell you... My students are killing it. That's awesome. I don't really talk about, I mean, it's funny to be. She teaches piano. Yeah, I'm an independent music teacher, so I teach piano and voice. Sometimes I teach acting. You teach voice? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, in fact, I just got a new student who lives in Brooklyn. Uh So I have a wonderful studio in the Center for Performing Arts. And now that my home studio is compromised, I'm doing all my teaching out of my beautiful studio in South Minneapolis. And my students you know, some of whom I've had since they were five. You're now they're the fifteen. Up in Center for the Arts. There. No, Is I'm at the called? Center for Center Performing for Arts on Thirty Eighth and, and Pleasant, right down from you, Dave. You know, they built that huge new building. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was called. Yeah, the huh. Center for Performing. Okay. Arts. Yeah, it's right across from Lake Country School. Right by Vincent's or Victor's. Victor's, yeah. And Good yeah. Times Pizza. Yep. Oh, t- is that good? Yeah, it's really I've good. I've never gone in it's there. It's not. Um, it's um, one of Oliver's classmates or friends. Dad owns it. Okay. Um, so maybe I'm a little biased. It's very good. The salads are good. Everything about it is good. It's got a great vibe. The pizzas are small and very... Um, are they cakey or thin? No, they're thin. They're thin. They're thin. Kind so, of New York-y? I wouldn't call them New York-y. They're, they're kind of small and thin and... And, and really good topping. So all the hmm. ingredients are really high quality. It's just a, you know, it's not like... Is it in the old Grand Cafe or something? Or no, what? no, it's Kitty Corner from that. It's in the old, uh, it was a dry cleaner. I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. excellent, excellent pizza. Well... Oh, I got to try it. I'll try that too. Well, yeah. and I'll send my students there because I have to say my students are killing it. They're joining jazz bands. They're playing yeah. with other people. They're switching instruments. Yeah. I'm having a great time. You know, I keep my studio so small, so I have really great... That's awesome. Great students. Loving them. Shout out By to my students. By the student. way, shout out to Frable for inviting me to um, oh. the Black History Month thing at... Uh, performance at uh, St. Joan of Arc with Dan Chenard Holy shit. Yeah, so and my, Brass Solidarity. I've been telling everybody that. Uh, so I've heard about that church forever. Um, have never been there. Uh, I think that my friend Tim Franzik has performed there. Um, Dan Chenard, I, he mentions it. He's my favorite uh, piano player in the cities. Amazing guy. Um, yeah, amazing, wonderful. I mean, his stage patter, nobody does stage patter better. He I is agree. so engaging. He is so funny and sweet, and you just want to hug him. And then he's just a killer musician. He he is an amazing accordion player. Yeah, amazing he's piano okay. Player. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's also an amazing community gatherer. He creates these shows where he's. This particular one was for Black History Month, and it was about the integration of Field and Hale and the neighborhood. And um, yeah, it was a multimedia thing. They had a slideshow about the the freeway going in through the black neighborhoods and and uh, chopping up the black neighborhoods. I and think he he had a kid playing for Garfunkel, Art Garfunkel, for a while. I think a kid. What? No, a, a gig. He oh, a gig. gig. Yeah, I think Dan Schnard. I think he was telling me that once. Maybe maybe I'm totally. Imagining it. Well, you know, he shares oh. your love of biking, Dave, because he, he bi- yeah. He, in fact, right. he was the inspiration. He was my inspiration in going over to Europe with Brompton. Okay. And I talked to him all about yeah, all about it. And um, you know, he would be a great guest to have. He's a super nice dude. 
Yeah, he's a super nice dude and a super Maybe talented. Maybe a yeah. little too talented, though. For yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, and he's, I'm sure he's extremely busy, too. I mean, we don't want to cut in on his practice time. <laughs> dude like that doesn't Keep need those chops up. It was an amazing concert with Julius Collins and Thomasina Petrus and that, Michael Rambo. It was yeah, Thomasina. How come I've never heard of Thomasina? What's I don't her last know. name? Thomasina Petrus. She plays at Westminster a lot. Mm-hmm. She plays all over. Oh my! Yeah, she's amazing. God, and is it toffee that she makes? She she. Um, yeah, I've got a bag of it right yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah it's very uh, good. Uh, cashew brittle. Cashew brittle. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and those that father son duo oh. that did uh, the who uh, won't, won't get, get fooled, fooled again. Won't get fooled again. I know that was and all that the, was all joy. the old people covering their ears. Joy. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and uh, what, and they did a bunch of pop songs that were, and it it felt totally non-religious, even though the audience seemed like somehow kind of Christian, super white Christiany sort of, <laughs> like liberal white Christiany gray hairs. So uh, uh, yeah, it was it was such an interesting uh, culture cultural mix experience, and then. Um, very few black people at the Black History Month performance, but the ones that were there were all like standing up and ju- and dancing and stuff. And uh, uh, yeah, it, it was it was kind of, it was kind of weird, but very cool. Tangential comment, but I don't listen to the Who that often. But when I when they come up and I like the, the Who hits the spot mm. like very few others do on those rare occasions. Mm. They, also, it, Dave, did you draw that thing in your book there? Oh, yes, I did. Jesus and Christ, I, that's quite good. <laughs> well, yeah, I cheated. The, the, okay, wow, so this is... Yeah, okay, so here's a... Um, Here's my recommendation of the day. It's a. It's We're an looking app. at a sketchbook that Dave has, and he's got these drawings in it that are of a building that's quite good, and I... Yeah, that's. The, I had uh, thought he was Northrop. a much worse artist than this. So. <laughs> I am a much worse artist than this. This is the uh, Northrop King, and it's a beautiful watercolor. Um, yeah, and you know yeah. you're a very talented artist. Oh well, thank you. Well, um, I, I but thought he was worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am worse. Uh, this is, I did this with the help of of uh, this app called uh, Da Vinci Eye. Okay, and how does it work? Another recommendation. So, um, you. It's a thing that superimposes a photographic image onto the page. Like through your phone? Through your phone, yeah. So you, basically you take a, any photo out of your photo roll and import it into this app. Okay. And then through the phone you can see a ghosted image of the the thing and the your blank sheet of paper. So do, then do you... you uh, affix the phone to yeah. Something? So you 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 set your phone in a, either on a tripod. Okay. Uh, and they they sell a special tripod. Yeah. That, that you can buy, or you can just set it on like a, a tall glass. Yeah. On uh, with the the camera pointing down. Yeah. Um, and then just you know draw. So it's a, uh, essentially a projector. Too. But the it shading project, and it, everything. It, it you can you have to look through the phone to see the, see. the ghosted image and your hand. Underneath, uh, don't, so it's I like it's think, it's uh, tracing. That doesn't. Yeah, it's tracing. It's that, tracing basically. Okay, yeah. so, so still so doesn't I get, explain the discrepancy between what I thought how how I thought how you were untalented and how talented this is. It's still well, even with Dave, it's still I gotta say I think you're more talented than I thought you were. Well, as an so there is some. So 
basically, I you kind I kind of get the proportions right using the app, and then I do the rest. Yeah, but the impressive thing about that drawing are not the proportions; it's the shading and the coloring. Yeah, that I did myself. That's all yeah, you did. that's very impressive. Well, thank you. Okay, let's talk about the AI writing. Chat GPT. Oh, God. Okay, so first of all, first of all, I could send you some links that are that are interesting. One is by Stephen Wolfram, where he talks about the technology and sort of explains its limitations and how it's used. I don't know if you know Stephen Wolfram. Mm-hmm. He created, um, oh God, what's it's a it's a type of engine, uh, like a search engine, but it's scientific. Okay. based in science or whatever. Anyway, Wolfram Alpha. We'll Alpha, link it at the bottom. Yeah, anyway, it's an interesting. He, he's very plain spoken, <laughs> and so you don't links. need to know any kind of number <laughs> stuff in order to do it. And then the other is kind of an interesting um, interview with uh, Noam Chomsky. And Chomsky's sort of point is, yes, this is an amazing feat of engineering, but it doesn't tell us anything about cognition. So, you know, without going into great detail, the way that these systems work is they're fed a lot of information and then they spit out stuff that looks and sounds a lot like that information. So the interesting thing for sure is how how we are responding to that effluvia. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing that it makes me think of is the wonderful struggle between human beings to land on an expression or an idea or being in a process to find out what the next step is. And if, for instance, you're writing a mission statement or and you're doing it through this AI chat, there that negates the process of finding out how pe- the people in the room feel about things, the, the kind of moment it, it right but it might be successful like quote successful so in other words but you that's say, what i'm saying is i question the success of it because it end games it as a product it might have all the information and be well written but it has excluded the human process that is sometimes necessary to, to grow coalition yeah totally but i mean and that's, that's really important that's like um you i know chomsky brought up the um the example of a snowplow. A snowplow is an amazing piece of engineering. We need it. It does a lot of great things. It plows the street and gets the snow out of the way in a way that nobody else could, never. But does it tell us anything about um, anything? No, it's just a feat of engineering. And so, you know, to, to your point, you're lamenting the loss of the human dimension and the value of the human dimension. You're advocating for the value of the human dimension, totally on point. I'm not sure that in the world we live in, that's going to matter that much. Because when you talk about what is valued, say, in social media and what is valued, you know, the metrics that are being used to gauge value, those are not necessarily based on those things. And so when you click on an article, uh, who's Brad Pitt's new uh, best friend, and you see a shiny picture of Brad Pitt, that article could easily be written by an AI. And in fact, I know that I've clicked on a lot of articles about Brad Pitt that are <laughs> generated by an AI or, you know, fill in Brad Pitt for anything. And There's a real difference, though, between that and the value of being in a room with people who discussing the values 
and the mission and the way we're spending time. I don't think that the need for that is ever going to go away. Yeah. So the, the unifying theme today here is the, 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 again, we're back to hanging out Yeah. and just having actual real people, you know, like, yeah, the whole, like I haven't been on Facebook or Instagram in months. I mean, I go on occasionally and look at it, but I haven't posted on either of those things in forever. And, um, it's, it just, it's so apparent to me now, and I think to, to a lot of people, that that's just fast food relating. It's nothing. It, sure. It's, it's like, it's empty calories. It doesn't feel that it's, it is nothing like actually sitting in a room with a person. That, that may be the case, but the trend is not for, I mean, those, those services uh, or entities are not going away. Uh, no, they're not going to go away, and we still need fast food. And McDonald's is never going away, but with, but the, it's not. It's just not. It at first it kind of felt like there was a community, and people talked about community. Sure. You know, and yeah. there, it's not fucking community. It's fucking fast food. It's not. It's nothing. It's it's cotton candy. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't disagree with any of those things. I don't disagree with that point. But the currency that it will have in our current system is is still legit you know it will it will fill in a lot of blanks and do a lot of things now it may be total bullshit but those brad pitt articles are going to be written by ai i'm going to go to my kiosk to order butter and popcorn and it's going to be like hi my name's jerry what can i get for you or whatever yeah it'll be well but what what it comes down to is we have choices about where we put our body where we put our time there may be a trend going forward that we can easily say, oh, that's a really dumb idea. Let's resist that. Let's resist this notion that having information is the same as having well, okay. meaning. So how meaning do you, is different. How do you resist? I mean, I'm um, not on we Facebook. We can still have fun with those te- technologies. They're toy. They're wonderful toys, and we can fuck with the, you know, like the the kiosk at, you know, at the movie theater and, and have, you know, whatever. It's, like, it's fun to play with the... Coke machine at the uh, at the movie theater until and, they and screw up my order. Then it's not so fun. <laughs> Do you remember? Did did either of you go to McPhail in the old McPhail on LaSalle and Twelfth in the basement? They had all the old vending machines, the kind you put the money in, and then the door slides open, and there's mm. sandwiches, oh, like, and it was just a child's oh, that paradise. Was, oh, what was that called? Um, Automat. Yes, Automat. There's a whole documentary. On I know. Automat. I've watched it because Margot Curran, my friend. Great grandfather invented it. I can't remember. Oh. Anyway, he held the patent. Really? Yeah. So I've always been kind of you know how you have a connection yeah. and then you become interested in it, and That's that cool. that idea that that was going to replace dining, yeah. but it, of course it didn't. We rolled back to the idea that we want to sit around a table. But people still did sit around tables yeah. with those automats. Yeah, so but, I'm but not they gonna. Thought it was going to be a I'm, bigger. I'm not going to go into detail, but there was a post on Facebook the other day by a friend of mine. And she said something mildly dumb, not greatly dumb, but mildly dumb. And, you know, 60, 70 On comments. the dumb it went <laughs> Mildly, yeah. And, you know, like she posted a link and, and, and uh, you know, there were like 70 some comments with a great deal of investment. These are real people. I know a handful of them that are investing in this thread. And, of course, it just escalates and gets worse. And then, you know, by the end, there's outright conflict. And I'm looking at it. I'm going, oh. 
huh, that's what this was designed for. It was designed to just generate generate conflict. conflict. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I don't think it was designed to generate conflict, but I think that conflict is one of the things that fuels it. You know, like. For it's, sure, because I mean, we've just been through the Trump years. We yeah, know yeah. all this. This is anyway. I, I thought it was like this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> uh, I, I just can't believe it. And somebody spent time writing all of those posts and and have feelings about it. And because they have feelings about it, of course, that's why they write. I and mean, then, this comes down to, you know, that when you're having a conflict or large feelings or something, if you're in the room with the person, you're both more careful of each other. You, you, you're more relational. You're, you have a greater sense of empathy. If you're trying yeah, to resolve something being. in a text thread or yep. by email, yep. we lose that. So, so the dimensional sense of, What's happening between people while they're in the room together is so valuable. Right. The, the problem is that we're offloading a lot of our transactions, like my movie popcorn, onto machines. And in, and we're offloading a lot of our socializing and connecting onto these services. And they are trending towards things like ChatGPT, where more and more is going to be... Yeah, there's just yeah, but it's not a black and white world where you have to either be itself. in this world or that world. There's a continuum where we have choices and well, we can Well, resist no, it. if I wanted my popcorn, I had yeah, to go I would to the argue, damn kiosk. I would argue that that's one of the least important places to, you know, pin your flag on. You're wrong. Here's what <laughs> I here's what No, I no, 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 no. Today, my popcorn. Tomorrow, your <laughs> retirement fund. I don't think well, that okay, so the, really the way, tracks. It seems to me that there are... Technologies that are de- that are inherently dehumanizing. Stop poking me, like Pablo. for instance, like for instance, cars. Cars are dehumanizing <laughs> because we go out in the freeway, we don't see people in behind the cars or in the. We just see cars, and the cars piss us off, and we go "fuck you," and you're yelling. But and behind the wheel might be the sweetest guy who, or or even our like I. Or someone oh who's God. having a bad day. I had, well... Uh, Did you have I, some fact, rage days? I had some rage Uh-oh. at a guy who turned out to be my neighbor. Uh-oh. Two doors, <laughs> two doors <laughs> down. And we, and Do I recognize... Do you have rage it. regret? I, yes. I, I, I texted him. I said, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. I was just... Blah, blah, and it was terrible. And uh, there was another time that I had a really bad one. It was right over by your house. Yeah. I was driving along and there was... I thought there was a drunk driver in front of me. He was weaving all over in the street, <laughs> oh, no. stopping, oh, no. doing it, and and I'm like, I'm finally like, fuck, and I roared past him on Franklin. Uh, you know, you're not supposed to pass. You know, it's right. not yeah. like a freeway. Yeah, I roared past him, like laying on the horn, and I look over, and it was four Tibetan monks. Oh. <laughs> These Dave. tiny, Dave. these tiny little guys in like a rental car. They had oh, just come no. from. I mean, they were in their robes and just everything. Just flew in from Lhasa. <laughs> oh dear! And I'm like, oh, you're going to be reincarnated well, as a. You know duck. what's funny, Dave? Is in my in my little ecosystem, in my little car geography, there are you know deep entitlement drivers, right? With the huge, huge SUVs who live in you know the big houses. Well, they don't always drive huge SUVs. Uh, Well, or whatever, small. Anyway, there's a lot of entitlement driving. There's also there's two assisted living slash nursing homes near. So there's a lot of eighty and ninety year olds with really nice cars driving at two miles an hour. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the one I love is when you're. 
in a row of cars, the person in front of you stops and sort of slows for no reason. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're not in a raging mood, you me. stop and slow. And then somebody <laughs> in back honks, gets furious, drives around into the pedestrians that are trying to cross that the first car has stopped for. Or into the biker or the ducks or oh the I mean, here is what I do. Anytime I get a fr- frightened, I slow down or stop. That's just who I am as a person well, I've that's, discovered. That's a good instinct. I do not have a, you know, I don't have an impulse to floor anything, an emotion, uh, a car. I just want to assess what's going on. So that's, well, but it makes people really mad. So, yeah, yes. And, and, but it wouldn't make him so mad if you didn't have a car, a shell of a car around yeah, you. Yeah. If you were just a person walking down the street and they could see that you were a human being who was stopping yeah. because there was a bug on the sidewalk or something. Right. Or you were having that a would hard be, day. Yeah, yeah. they or would say, wanted oh, to smell you know, a flower. But the, but these, <laughs> but the car is a dehumanizing I know, but, a, a technology. I know, and but just it's like, up to us ju- to have Just the, like the internet is yeah. in all these things. Like even this thing that we're doing now, this this podcast is not, you know, like we can listen to it from a distance, like a year from now or, or whatever, or if somebody is hearing it, and they don't, they can't see our faces. They can't, you know, like, who are these It's not face? dehumanizing for us, but though. But here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, because we're right here right it's now. It's incumbent on us to use our radical imaginations to humanize each other. So yes. even if we're encased in a metal thing, we, you know, it's, it's, it's our responsibility to stay human and not let this technology. And which brings us back uh, to the hangout, hard. to the hangout, Absolutely. to actually being in person oh, with man. other people yes. and in the same room with people and having coffee or doing whatever. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the thing For that's sure. been missing from my life. It's missing from everybody's fucking lives is the whole I'm, thing of just being, you know, like that. Oh, there was that book, Bowling Alone. Did you ever hear about that book? Yeah. No, there, no. it was a it was big like uh, 30 years ago. You know, can I think I, it was about the the law of things like uh, men's social clubs, like bowl- bowling clubs, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Kiwanis and the Masons and the whatever you know, like all, all those the the clubs that yeah. used to exist. It were, it were they were just social? The Eagles you know, Club. Yeah, the Eagles Club. Places for people to get together. The bar. They the, still the exist. Pub. The yeah. VFW. And also, I would argue. I mean, I was at the field. But there's um, all these technologies that are Little trying to Earth keep us from doing that. Yesterday. And there was a huge hangout around the East Phillips neighborhood um, institute, the rooftop depot. Yeah, I would say that a lot of where I experience community is around meaning-making activities, and that's what you know. Hanging out in itself is meaningful and is is valuable, and also beyond the recreational aspect of hanging out, we need it in order to cultivate culture and community and to come together with our values and say, I mean, yesterday was so beautiful to see all these people making speeches, doing music. There was a free store. It was a beautiful day. The blue sky was out. And to just, I mean, I was kind of sick, so I didn't stay long, but... Where was this? What was this? Little Earth. Little Earth. The largest urban indigenous community in the nation it's where Phillips, where ada yeah. started american yeah, indian movement started here in our town and there's this tremendous upswell of community forming around the idea that that community shouldn't have to bear oh that's this the, environmental the racism yes, it's terrible the rooftop depot the yeah. rooftop depot can yeah, you okay, succinctly yeah, yeah, tell yeah. about it well i just i mean it's you know the city I still don't long, understand it. Yeah, yeah it, okay. it, I mean, in its most sort of fundamental form, it's a story of 
uh, city growing and having to do some shitty things uh, in order to grow and making Emin- sure those domain. shitty things happen in poor neighborhoods where people of color live because they're not going to have the power to fight it. And that's so, and so, as we know, Minneapolis has been uster- underestimated by the city, the community of Minneapolis, and they're and they're fighting back successfully. So, okay, so th- my question. Rooftop Depot, is that a, a retail store? No. No, no. So it's a, it's a large, unused industrial area. And what but the city what is wants Rooftop to do... Rooftop Depot? It, that's the name of the building or the development area. This is the, a 10-year-long fight in Minneapolis to keep the... Um, building itself the, and the redo it. The building and redesign it for the community and to, um, to not pile on more environmental... Um, Weight on the community so that a, already has a, a lot of abandoned building. Though. Yeah, that's it's a, correct. It's a bu- building that's been neglected for sure. Okay. It's a, it's, I wouldn't call it abandoned because well, there's been a lot of work on how to repurpose it. Oh, but okay. because the city, well, to, they want to tear it down and make it into uh, like a they lot, wanna, a they parking w- lot. They for want to have it be a um, holdover yard for city. Trucks. They want to consolidate trucks. a lot of city function. So it would have an advantage to the city, and it would make things to the, the business aspect of the city. Well, yeah, and and to and to people in you know not other in that neighborhood, not in that neighborhood. No, no it, of course not. No, that neighborhood, which <laughs> which is which is already they, they has have high total levels of pollution. High levels of pollution. They're talking about Lots asthma. Of idling, that's being, idling vehicles. Yeah, I mean they're not doing it in yeah. Linden Hills. They're not yeah, doing right, it in right, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. But the point was that this is a community built around meaning making, built around an idea of um, justice and equity and in real time coming together to assert that there are options instead of just rolling over. Yeah, I'm I'm not optimistic. The judge simply put a hold on the demolition until um, I think results from another study could be, you know... I, I, I mean, the point is that the, the community is bringing forth the issue in such a way where it's being scrutinized differently. Had the community not risen up and said, this is an injustice, and gone to City Hall and created um, all these entities that are fighting for this uh, this cause to have Little Earth and Phillips Neighborhood not have to disproportionately bear... Shoulder the burden, yeah. Yeah, this terrible, terrible... Uh, environmental impact yep. when they've already been so impacted and they created this incredible incredible event around meaning and culture and justice and that's that's a wonderful way that people come together and you don't get that yeah, with good. AI that's good yet <laughs> yeah well uh, uh, yeah, I mean that's, a, that's know, an element I, you know I mean I, th- I think that the, all these dehumanizing technologies are are they're they're great they're fun but they're no replacement for actual in person stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but know, I mean, like you can protest online. You can do. You can post about everybody goes. You know, post stuff on Facebook about uh, you know memes about Trump or whatever. Um, but it ultimately what 
what counts is you actually taking your ass down to That's the voting right. bo- booth and to, yeah, That's like, or, right. or, um, or to a gathering where you're actually yeah. talking about yeah, your values t- and, and, and your yeah. community. And, and you're talking about legislation. Yes. Like, like Policy. Okay. Do you think that is winning over, over, um, disinformation online over, I mean, your whole business that. is built around supporting community. Sure. So, uh, I'm curious what you think. I think it's losing. I think I think these platforms are doing great damage, and I think that uh, they're um, getting into our lives in all kinds of deep and insidious ways. And I think that um, what is the antidote, though? Isn't it community? Isn't it culture? Isn't it in person? Um, well, I, I also think there's legislation has to yeah. be and and accountability. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what accountability? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, yeah. I I always regulation over these technologies. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. But um, like I, I so, so I used to. I I'm kind of taking a break from hockey right now. But um, I play. One of the th- reasons that I I wanted to stick with playing uh, adult recreational hockey was that i would say the majority of the hockey players are fucking are conservative are are republican are trumpers trumpies and i want people to see and i i want to wear my liberalism on my sleeve around those guys and also just hang out with them and be and bro down with them you know and it's and I always feel it. It's really a gratifying feeling to make these people understand that lib, you know us libtards are not just a, a concept that they see online. You know, like these, like the um, we're dehumanized in the Fox News, or and and so are conservatives. They're not. We don't think of of people who are you know quote unquote conservative as being human beings with thoughts and feelings and families and, um, and loving their children and do, and you know, we, uh, we're being, these technologies are designed to separate or to divide us and dehumanize us. And that's how they control us is by dehumanizing us <laughs> in each other's eyes. And, um, and so, yeah, I, the, part of this whole, you know, impetus to, to hang out and be in person for, for me is, is to fight back against that. And yes, I think I think you're right, Pablo. I think they are th- that it is winning because we are lazy. Human beings are inherently lazy and we watch TV, you know, we we would rather it's a lot easier to turn on your TV than it is to organize have people over. Can I can I to um, entertain yourself? Well, you know? can I can I just mention a win because I don't know who's winning and who's losing, but I did just read this book called The Persuaders by Anand Giridharadas. Mm. And it talked about the deep canvassing that happened in front of the Marriage Equality Act. And it's it's basically saying the way to deal with those middle-of-the-road voters or people who aren't convinced, um, people who might think they're conservative, but also have a gay or trans nephew. I, I worked on that campaign. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, 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 and that was a win. And it was 
generally attributed it was amazing. to deep canvassing, well, to sitting with someone for a half an hour. You knock on their door, you don't spend five minutes, you talk to them. And that's, you know, putting forward the fact that we do change in community. There is a way to combat this, and it's by being with people. Well, yeah, well, it's also about... We'll put a link <laughs> so to the we, book. So when we... Uh, <laughs> So I was in the I was a phone ga- or a phone banker yeah. for for the uh, vote vote no um, uh, campaign and and they gave us a, we went through a training yeah and they gave us a script and said do not deviate from the script because this has been very carefully studied we have done a lot of work around this thing and and it, there was some leeway within the script but basically the big moment was. So you're supposed to um, talk to the person, uh, ask them about you know how they plan on voting for the for the in the vote yes or no for the for marriage the, uh, equality marriage yeah, e- yeah. for well for the uh, banning um, oh gay, right for right, the right. constitutional men- amendment to ban gay marriage, um, and we are on the vote no, but um, they said how do you plan on voting for it? Okay, um, can I ask you about it? And then the big question was. Is anybody in your life that's gay? Right. Yeah, and that's and so everything led up to that moment, and you and and almost everybody, almost every single person, you could have a person just railing against yeah. gay marriage, and then you and then you come to that question, and you could you could just feel the mm-hmm. whole yeah. tide yeah. shift to yes, yeah. can I ask or, or who? who that person is in your yeah. life and they say my my daughter-in-law is, is gay and, yeah. and and then you say do you think that that she should be able to uh, marry her partner or you know and and ask in a really gentle and loving way and and they would say uh, yeah i guess that she should be you know and, <laughs> yeah. and it was I mean, crazy that's it was crazy amazing. And that's the whole point of this we book had, is that that uh, kind of nuts. questioning and that personalizing of it. You know, d- is your nephew, if they're very sick, do you want their partner to be able to see them in the hospital? Yeah. Do you think that that would be okay? Yeah. Because if this happens, they won't be, you know, all that really deeply personal time of taking that and making a real human connection without the judgment where you're you're leaving the ideology that, you know that puts people in different camps to the side for the moment and just talking about real but people here's the real problem life. yes here's yes. the problem with that there's not as much money to be made in bringing people together in real space as there is in dividing them virtually yeah you, yeah. you know from a and and we have a system that's really interested in making money yeah, well, you can market to them when when you divide and when you segment people into you know yeah. yeah, like if you identify the Fox News for your you know you you uh, corral people into the conservative camp and then you sell shit to them like gold. And well, we <laughs> also live in a time where that very system is being scrutinized and understood, and the value of it is being questioned, and we are living in a time of, of a lot of foment about alternatives to that system and what the consequences of that profit system are. And I think that this is a dynamic time to 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 stake a claim in creating new systems. Yes. Yes. 
Pablo. I'm not sure. Uh, 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 what do you call that? Uh, utopian. It's not about <laughs> utopia. It's about really having an imagination Fra- and going. Frable's utopia. Going, going for for the fact that we as individuals count. You know, I'm not on Facebook. I'm barely on Instagram anymore. But I do see that there's a tremendous amount of movement around scrutinizing what America is, what capitalism, what racial capitalism is. We're in this amazing, uh, I mean... I, I don't see that. Do you think that President DeSantis will... Uh, We'll move things in the right direction. <laughs> I think if you really, really look across the last 15 years and clock the real change that's happened, you mean there's like the a momentum. Reversal of Roe v. Wade. And <laughs> yeah, that, there's some backlash, but look at the Me Too movement. I mean, look at, look, look at the scrutinizing the of someone like Harvey Weinstein. Well, okay, but he's look at the look at the different lawsuits that have come forward that have checked some of the power is that has been unchecked is now being scrutinized and checked in a different way. There is marriage equality. There is a different conversation True, about what power There's a, there's a is. tremendous amount of backlash to all these things. Absolutely, though. and that is the way of change. Yeah, that's, and that and yeah. you don't just roll over and say yeah it's a really it's a really tenacious system you know of course it is by the way did you guys hear about uh, Woody Harrelson going on an anti-vax rant on oh. on Saturday night live the other when night I thought it was that? part of this a week? joke on Saturday night I, th- I didn't no. watch it but I saw I saw a YouTube was it title I, I thought was it was it a irony joke. no I don't I haven't checked it I I just saw it before you guys came the, I, I got to check it out I haven't seen it yeah I, don't I haven't know. seen it well, I try I'm, not to get my yeah. Vax info from Woody Harrelson <laughs> or SNL. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, yeah. Well, we're at uh, one hour and sixteen minutes. That's our Sweet. limit. That's our limit. Well, you guys, it's okay. Been we did it. Real did it. nice to get back Let's in the another pod three, saddle with another you. Another three years, so we can do another one. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But this was a pleasure. Always. Hey, ben, let's say hi to Ben. Hi, hey, ben. ben. And let's say hi to Stephanie, even though she's never going to listen. Hey, hi, Stephanie. Stephanie. Who else? Oh, my Ma- neighbor Steve used to listen to this. Hey, Steve. Steve. Hey, Steve. McKenna. Say hi to McKenna. She'll hi, McKenna. Never listen to this. <laughs> are those, those are our four listeners. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I hope everybody out there we is love you. We hanging love you, out everybody. with people. Yes, okay. yes. I, I, you know, for the record, I'm. I know uh, you're pro you know, hanging I'm out. I'm pro hanging out. I know we're okay. pro oh, hanging out, pro and people. Pablo's pro revolution. Pro revolution. Revolution.